Welcome to Just Another Show, Carrick here, joined by Greg and George. How's it going, people? Uh, Greg, George, how y'all doing? I'm tired, man. I'm truly tired. Physically tired and mentally tired. I'm just tired. Sure. How y'all doing? Um, I'm all right. I, uh... It's gonna be super random, but I think we're getting a puppy. We're very close. Um, so that's it's okay. You ready? Get ready for that next step. Uh, yeah, I think that's kind of um, yeah, this next step. So we um, been kind of searching for a while in these this farm, I guess, in Leeler, Georgia. This uh, has has puppies that. Supposed to be getting the um, be uh, being being delivered uh, next week or the ne- week after that. So if all goes well, we might have might have a puppy within the next three weeks, four weeks. No, actually, you know, kind of, you know, kind of. Oh uh, yeah, it's a miniature Dotson. So uh, mm-hmm. the like weenie dogs, but the miniature version of those dogs. So, all right. When I when I come over there, you know, like towards December Jan- or whatever, hey, don't be trying about my shoes because <laughs> yeah, January, whenever. Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking. I was thinking. Don't come, I, with, don't come with the game. I, had a, I had a split second thought of possibly having a small get together at the house for my birthday, but that that thought quickly kind of evaded my mind. You bro. After these, yeah, yeah. After these, exactly. exactly. Don't blame me. So, yeah, George, how about how, how, how you doing, bro? You know, I'm good. Living this this black life, doing hood rat shit, getting into the jail and shit. You know, you sound very proud of that. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, called some Republican senator, uh, senator, the black one. Actually, he's the only black Republican senator. Called that man the coon. Only he can't be the only uh, one. I think he is the only Republican black senator hmm. in Congress right now. I don't know ever, but like right now, he is. It's a very strange statistic. Yeah, Colin McCoon and somebody reported it, so I'm assuming it fits bitch ass. I mean, you got Twitter followers, or and people that follow him, maybe. So that could have been it too. I mean, how they gonna see it unless they fucking, I guess, look at Shannon Sharp's tweet. I don't know. I call him a certified coon. Apparently, that's a slur <laughs> by black people. So I guess I'm going to ask Twitter, can I use nigga? Mm. Since I'm black, you know, that's technically a slur. Yeah, that's kind of weird because you can say nigga on Twitter. Can't you? Yeah, man. Right. You say anything you want on Twitter. You say anything you want on Twitter because people are too sensitive. So that's the mm. problem. This ain't this ain't twenty ten uh, Twitter, Twitter no more. Sheesh. That shit was wild. Boy, if cancel culture was around there, everybody be canceled. <laughs> yeah, everybody be canceled. That shit was crazy. Oh, I just got another update from um about COVID. Hot off the press for the uh 
well, this isn't considered tri-state, but New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. Um, yeah, so I guess I'll go over that too. Um, That's a perfect entry way. So first thing, uh, I do have colors. Uh, these are as of uh, yesterday. We are recording this podcast uh, on June 24th. Today's the 24th, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, June 24th. Around six ish, six ish in the evening. So these numbers are from the twenty third. So total confirmed cases in the world: uh, nine point one million. Okay, I'm gonna do better about um, rounding these numbers because it's just a lot. It's a mouthful to say. Uh, so nine point one million total confirmed cases in the world. Um, out of that, the U.S. is leading in that. In in that um amount with 2.3 million confirmed cases uh brazil is in second with 1.1 uh, and russia's in third with uh almost all 598,000 to be exact so that's where we are with the uh confirmed cases um the global death toll uh for covid has reached 470,000 and um, the U.S. is leading that because we have 120,000 deaths in the U.S. It's actually a little bit higher than that um, by a couple hundred. Brazil is in second place in that regard with 51,000. The United Kingdom is in third place in that regard with 42,000. Uh, and then let's see. If we go deeper into the U.S., um, we have... Let's see. Deeper into the U.S., the that are of, I guess, our concern. Well, the New thing with thirty-one thousand deaths apparently, um, and they have sixty-nine thousand that have recovered, and the U.S. No, I'm sorry. They have six hundred and forty thousand that have. No, that can't be right. That's global. I'm sorry. The global recovery has been 640,000 uh, people or something like that. So that's not a very high, high number. Um, the amount of tests that have been taken in the U.S. is 27 million. Um, and who's leading that number is New York with 3.4 million people tested. Florida has had 1.6 million people tested, and Georgia has had, where is Georgia? Georgia has had 708,000 people tested. So that's where we're at um, with the numbers. Uh, Yeah, New York is leading in confirmed cases. Yeah. Uh, any questions about the numbers? What's the recent number? The in Georgia? recent number of confirmed cases in Georgia? Yeah, because they had a spike like what over the weekend. Uh, so, I oh, I think I might, I might have, I might have missed that. So, confirmed uh, cases of COVID by state. New York is obviously in the lead with three hundred eighty-nine thousand. Georgia um, is. At 67,000, almost 68,000. Um, 
and Florida it has a hundred and three thousand. Uh, so that's 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 where we at. The top three in the country right now is New York, California, and New Jersey. Um, for confirmed cases, so that's where we at. Uh, on that note, too, uh, before I even forget, I actually know someone very, very. I'm not gonna say his name, but uh, very, very close to me, actually, <laughs> extremely close to me. And he uh, definitely texted me and said that he got he's he tested positive. So um, that's kind of wild um, that he got it, and he lives in New York. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's still this COVID thing. I know, you know, it has, it's kind of almost taken a B roll, like, a a, 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 it's like a B news headline right now. It's kind of shifting to that, but it is definitely not, um, in reality, a, a B, this is a big, it's still, a, it's still an issue. And apparently people are still dying from it. Um, so definitely something to be aware of. Uh, and the other news to share for that too is, hold on, apparently there has been a, a travel advisory, um, that has been taken or mandate rather that has been taken. Um, so New York and Connecticut are requiring travelers from within uh, that have high COVID rates to quarantine when they travel to those three states. So if you're now, I don't know how they're deeming what is considered a, a high COVID-19 rate comparing it to. Um, actually, here we go. New York, uh, gov- this is coming from uh, WSB TV. Uh, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo said states that have more than 10 COVID-19 cases per 100,000 people or who have 10% or more of their total populations testing positive on a seven-day rolling average would fall under that advisory. So if you're in a state that has that, you might have to do a little bit of math. Then if you are planning on going to New York, New Jersey, or Connecticut, you are going to be required to quarantine upon arriving there. So just be aware. Um, Cuomo has identified the states um, that actually qualify right now, because this can change, uh, as Alabama, Arkansas, Arizona, Florida, North Carolina, South Carolina, Washington, Utah, and Texas. So just uh, be aware of that as people are starting to get back on planes and, and things like that. Uh, apparently, one or two stories about um, people that have been on planes and apparently crazy. Um, it's because they're doing, most airlines are doing that like middle seat shit where they keep the middle seat open and everyone is required to wear a mask throughout the airport, throughout the plane ride and all that stuff. Flying is not as good. However, you're still in an Airbus in the sky with someone who might have COVID cycling that same kind of air. So it's a little, I don't know, still risk, but there's, there's that. So, and you said there's a spike in Georgia, uh, Greg. 
Yeah, I heard it was like six new deaths in Georgia after the weekend. Mm. Uh, a couple of new admissions in the hospital. Mm. Like it just, it was just a bunch of craziness, and it's like, fuck. I don't know the exact numbers, but I know it was a big spike because it was the same thing in Florida. Like over the weekend, they like uh, said Florida's like the epicenter for coronavirus now, or something like that. Mm. It's crazy. Damn, how? I guess maybe the rate in which people are getting it. Mm. Well, stuff is opening back up and people are going out asking all kind of stuff, club parties. Like I drove downtown one time, um, like two o'clock in the morning, trying to get through the city. Man, it was like two, three hundred people just huddled up trying to get into the club, like outside around the area and all that's kind of crazy. Shit. Mm. It's yeah, they they mentioned was definitely a spike during Memorial Day weekend and um I saw like an article saying that like they're projecting that there another spike will probably happen during July fourth because obviously it's a long weekend. People are gonna to wanna to be out for whatever reason. So everyone just again, um I got invited to a, a a party this weekend uh and I promptly declined because I just it's just not uh, as much as I would like to go see. Um, I've seen in a very long time, <laughs> very long time. It's just not. It's just not. It's not worth it. Um, so everyone do what they can and uh, stay safe. You know, stay in the house if you can. And uh, yeah. So anything else? Come on, care. Huh? Come on, care. Can get no, some drinks, I'll fa- man. I Facetime okay. you and take a shot over Facetime. That's, that's about it. That's <laughs> all you're going to get out of me. Uh, so, yeah. Anything else on COVID, Corona? Nah, man. Y'all be safe out there. Y'all want to go out, put the mask on. Cool. All right. So, the other thing, uh, this is kind of, I guess, well, not as important um, with all of the police of and brutality and protests and deaths that has been happening over the, not just the last couple of months, um, but over the years, really decades now of um, black people being, um, damn, you know, oppressed by the institution that is the, the police, you know, the police departments across America, um, Georgia, and I, I guess we can get into it uh, as I read through. But according to CBS New, News, um, and this was updated uh, June 23rd, there has the title of it is a historic moment. Um, Georgia legislator Georgia passes a hate crimes bill. Apparently. Uh, there is a hate crimes bill that will now head to the desk of Governor Brian Kemp in Georgia. And if it were signed, um, Georgia would be one of the four states without hate crime legislation on its book, on its books. I didn't even know that there were still four, four states that had um, no hate crime bill. I just knew that Georgia didn't have one. Uh, this is coming after the killing of Ahmad. 
year-old black man that was pursued by two white men, well, three white men now, um, we know, and shot dead while jogging through a Brunswick, Georgia uh, neighborhood. Um, and both channels of the hour uh, let me see. Where is this? Where is this going? Let me see. Da, 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 da. Okay, Allison, uh, Allison, president of the Southern Division Defamation League, which has pushed for a hate crime law in the state for decades, told CBS News she is thrilled with the bill's passage. Um, both chambers. Uh, both sides of the aisle are standing up to bias and motivated crimes and saying that they want to protect their citizens. Fun fact, South Carolina, Wyoming, and Arkansas are the remaining three states that do not have a um, hate crime bill. So there's that. Uh, I'm trying to get the voting number. Like what, what it all, like when they voted for it. Uh, let's see. Let me see. Speaking on this one for tremendous lift. The Georgia State Senate bill passes uh, what HB 426 Tuesday with a vote of 47 to 6. And then the House of Representatives the bill passed 127 to 38. There you go. So it passed. So that's that's a step for Georgia um, to have a hate crime bill that people can be charged by. My question is, um, I, I wonder if the, the three guys who um, killed um, Ahmaud Arbery, uh, who just got indicted, actually, that's also news. I think that happens either today or yesterday, maybe, that they got indicted on um, the murder charges of Ahmad Arbery. I wonder if with this bill passing, I believe it still needs to get signed um, because once both sides of the table have voted and approved it on both sides, it has to go to Brian Kemp to sign the, to, to sign the shit. So I wonder if when, when effective, will, will the three guys actually fall under that? Fall under that. I don't think so because the action happened before there was even a law. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Cool. Uh, and uh, just kind of on that same on that same bill. So big stuff for Georgia. But speaking on those the the indictments of those three those three dudes. Um, this is also coming. Well, it's coming uh, TV uh, channel two Atlanta. Uh, three of them got indicted on. All right. Okay, we back now. Uh, what I was saying was, um, was kind of going into the uh, indictment of the uh, the three guys that shot Ahmad Arbery. Um, being that Georgia now has this hate crime bill, Georgia was telling me that they probably won't fall under it um, because it was not a law when they were arrested and indicted. Um, it's kind of crazy because they just missed that then, huh? I wonder. Because if they didn't get indicted yet, 
and this past before that would would that have maybe made them fall under the umbrella i wonder i don't know um, i mean the reason why this law is happening is because of them being fucking racist piece of shits but it would be nice for for the law to be put to use right away right it's not like it doesn't it's not a it's not like it's a case that doesn't qualify for it but maybe maybe that's asking for too much i guess i guess but i get it i, I get it um but speaking of them uh a grand a grand jury has indicted uh those three men's uh, those three men arrested um for the shooting and killing of Ahmad Arbery um they indicted them on nine charges which include malice murder um malice murder I don't think I've ever heard about that. Or yeah, it's I don't know what malice murder is. I know malice is just written, you know, a, a better way to say really fucked up, pretty much. Um, trying to see. Oh, and uh, might as well put their names out there. If you don't know the names of the people of the three guys that killed, were responsible for. Um, chasing down and killing uh, Ahmad Arbery. Uh, you have Greg Greg McMichael, Travis McMichael, and William um, Roddy Bryan. Um, those are the the, two, the three guys. Greg McMichael was a retired investigator with the Brunswick District, um, and he this all started because he believes. Ahmad Arbery was um, robbing a home and was trying to make a citizen's arrest. So, um, again, they were charged with uh, malice murder. They were also charged with four counts of felony murder, counts of aggravated assault and false imprisonment, and criminal attempt to commit false imprisonment. So, that's that's the up. Um, this is coming from WSTV Atlanta. Um, this was on the 24th of June that they reported this. So that's what the movement is on that case. Uh, any comments on that? Mm, nah, hopefully something happens to those three guys. Something. Yeah. Something. I mean, my hope is that they spend the rest of their life in jail, you know. Um, that's that's kind of what I'm, what I'm hoping for, um, but we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Or uh, so, and after we have some, I guess, interesting. Just kind of, let's call them headlines um, that have come out in the last couple of days. You want to just fire them off really quick. Uh, so one of them is uh, Marcus Houston, who's 38, getting engaged to his 19-year-old girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, she's 19? Yeah. Uh, and they met in 2015. Oh, I didn't know. When did they meet? 2015. So she but they was... weren't dating. They weren't dating then, is what he said. So she was 15. I no, mean, she was either 14. 15 or 14. Right, right, right. 14. 14. And he was 32 yeah. or 33? Or 32 or 31, rather. Doesn't matter. Too fucking old. 
Okay, that's gross. Next. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so I think Justin Bieber, Cole Sprouse, and somebody else was accused of um, sexual assault. And I know Justin Bieber like went through like a whole list of receipts to pretty much prove that the the night or whatever was was being alleged is pretty much false. Um, yeah, I saw that. I um, do you have not by chance? I saw I did, I saw something about Justin Bieber saying he had receipts, but I didn't go and read it because it was like. The tweet was like freaking 10, 12 threads long. I was like, yeah, oh, it was all receipts, though, um, which is interesting because, man, <laughs> I, I mean, I've, I don't think I've ever seen that level of detail put into explaining why that couldn't have been me. Because, I mean, what he was basically that the, provided all that information and, and um, witnesses, <laughs> you know, all, all that stuff. He was basically trying to say, there's no way I could have been at this place because I was somewhere else while I was dating my current ex-girlfriend, um, who apparently was Selena Gomez at the time. So he was basically like, yeah, uh, I can't be in two places at once. That couldn't have been me. <laughs> um, so I, I, I was, that was different. I mean, we've seen people fuck up trying to defend themselves. Um, and I thought that was, that was really well put together, I guess. And I guess, you know, it's what we said. You're actually honest about, you know, what's going on. Maybe it is not easier to be like, nigga, <laughs> I didn't do this. Like that. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, did the, was it that the girl had, had is trying to sue Justin Bieber or just trying to call him out or something like that? George, do you know? I honestly don't know uh, too much after that because, you know, my black ass is in Twitter jail, so. <laughs> Locked up in the pen. Clink, clink. Let's see. And I actually did not say, I did not say, I, the Shade Room had the thread. Ah, there it is. <laughs> um, is alleged sexual assault claims that was, that was coming from him. So I guess, I don't know. I guess thing like, if she, she didn't, it doesn't seem like she actually went through with any like legal action or nothing like that. But um, hopefully, I, I wonder if people are just still like, Nah, you did that shit. You know, I hope not. There has to be uh, two sides to a story, right? Like that's should still apply, especially if the man is like putting out receipts that he wasn't there. I I would hope that that we're we're giving that some respect and also acknowledging because if. If that's not the case, um, and you know, if if Justin Bieber's telling the truth, then there's a whole nother issue, which is um, this girl is lying, and if this girl is lying, that is not good for the women that are not lying and coming out. 
So that needs to be addressed because um, it's going to be very difficult to weed out who's telling the truth and who's not. Um, so you definitely got to listen to you know everyone when they say they have something to say, but have to go down that path of like, okay, so tell me what happened. It can't just be me, period. I don't think that we gotta we gotta be a little bit more give give a little bit more detail to that. Like you can't just throw that out there. Um, so you know, shout out to Justin. Anything uh, next? Uh, so last night there were primaries in oh where was it? It was a fucking Virginia, New York, and Kentucky. I think two mm-hmm. presidential preference ones were Kentucky and New York. Um, there was a U.S. Senate primary in Kentucky between was it Amy McGrath or whatever some some womanly or some manly looking woman actually oh boy she, she has very strong man features like her dad has some amazing genes uh, and uh, a brother <laughs> named Charles Booker you know um, he's a black guy the youngest um, I want to say he's the youngest Kentucky representative um, so I think they're still waiting on results in New York. AOC defended her crown. Um, it looks like Jamal Bowman is getting out of what's what's his name? John Isley, Easley, Ingley, whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, some old white guy who's out of touch. I think he's beating him like sixty some percent of the vote compared to thirty some. So it looked like he's going to win. And then there's a couple other races. But last night was a good day for progressives, for sure. That's dope. That's great. Um, you, did you mention Kentucky? Yeah. I heard there was a lot of voter suppression going down in Kentucky, bro. Like, All right. So what, what happened in Kentucky is that beforehand, they, they put in a lot of resources so people can vote by mail. And I guess that's why they're expecting like a historic voter turnout. And then I guess since they said that they gave people the opportunity to vote by mail, they decided to, because they do have a Democratic governor, uh, they decided to um, reduce some polling locations. Well, a lot of polling locations. I think it was like 90% of their polling locations were closed down. But yeah, so I guess there was some voter suppression. Then also, like, I don't know, man. I don't know why niggas don't early vote. It just makes sense to vote early, so you don't even have to deal with that bullshit because you know there's going to be bullshit on Election Day. Yeah, but there shouldn't be bullshit on Election Day, though. But you know there's <laughs> going to be bullshit on Election Day. But you have to, but but that has to be addressed, though, right? Like, you can't just, you can't just be... Okay, well, we know it's gonna happen on election. We know we know it's gonna be some bullshit on election day, because if 
people don't go on election and move it to wherever. Like, you're just going to shift the energy from putting it on election day to fucking up the mail-in votes, from fucking up the mail-in votes to fucking up the early voting. Like, they're just going to move the problem. Not even to them, it, to us, it's a problem. To them, it's their strategy. So that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, they got to. Why, why are there no, no polling? Like, why? I, I, heard, I saw some wild number, like, for every the black, one of the blackest counties in, in Kentucky only had one fucking po- polling booth. And it was like 300,000 people in that, in that, in that, in that area or something like that. It's, it's crazy. No, it was 610,000 for, I think, one area in Lexington. Something like that. And there was only one polling place? Or Louisville. One, two. Yeah. That's, 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 that is, that's crazy. <laughs> like, come on, guys. Like, that, no. <laughs> no, guys. That's just not going to work. Like, you know the bullshit's there. You might as well vote early or mail in your ballot. Or like, yeah, you might as well vote early. They got early voting. Do that shit. Because you know the bullshit is going to be there. Like, you just know it. It should be addressed. It will be addressed. But niggas got to be able to vote in order for that shit to be addressed. So, vote early, niggas. Cool. Um, oh, next. Um, I believe that's all I have. Cool. I mean, besides, you know, the NBA and some niggas saying they're not playing. Some niggas on my team said they're not playing. Some on the Lakers? Yeah, every Bradley said he's not playing. He's on the Lakers? I understand, but it hurts. I respect, I respect, I respect every Bradley's decision. Why yeah, I'm going to say, I understand. It's, it still hurts, but I understand. Yeah, it hurts like He's hell. on the Lakers? But Yeah, he's been on the Lakers the whole year. Mm-hmm. I don't know that. What, is, why is he... Why is he saying he's not playing COVID? He just had a, I think he just had a son not too long ago. I think the son's ended a year. And I think the mom, I think the mom who, was it his mom that passed away or the mom of the son passed away? Mm -hmm. That's for George. Yeah. George. Avery Bradley did the did he did the uh did the did Avery Bradley's mother pass away or did the mother of the son pass away for her child? Uh, I thought it was because of his son having a a respiratory recovering from respiratory illness. Oh no, that's not playing. I don't know I heard something different. Yeah, he he's not playing because uh, family oriented reasons. I say that. I don't know the exact details because I didn't hear that, but I heard something mm. different. Well. I salute to him. Who else? Who else said they're not playing? Mm. Or do they not matter? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, I know Jokic tested positive. So, uh, yeah, I mean that's kind of the thing, right? That's kind of a tricky position. Sports, particularly the NBA, who's already kind of confirmed that they're going to be playing. Nobody gives a shit about the the about baseball, but. Um, the NBA, if they go down to Disney World, right, and they start playing, and they do all of the things that they say they're going to be doing, and 
even one person in that bubble catches coronavirus, they're going to have to shut the whole thing down again. Like, it's not going to be a good look. So it's, it's really a risk um, from a business perspective, a media perspective to do that. I know, you know, from the social justice side, Kyrie Irving and some of the other players uh, have, are kind of taking a stance about, like, making sure that basketball is not a uh, distraction, which I don't really – I understand it, but there's way – I feel like there's ways around that. I feel like basketball has always you, – you can always wear shirts. You can always stand. You can always do things if and allow for them to do that type of stuff. But So that's a whole other thing. But if we're just talking about, like, the health concern, if there's a health concern, it's going to be real tricky because if one motherfucker on that court <laughs> – catches COVID after the third game, that's a problem. Like That's going to be a real, that's going to be weird. And they're going to have to freeze it again. And I, I don't know. So we'll see. They said, what is it? July 30th is it going to start again? Yeah. Supposed to okay. Be. Go for it. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, is that, that's all you got, George? For random topics? Uh-huh. Yeah, because we we already mentioned B Small last week in passing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we're going to touch on her. Well, yeah, we can kind of touch on her a little bit. Um, so the next thing on the list, though, um, before we get to oh, the, oh go ahead. Also, because uh, I don't know if, you know, niggas is paying attention to this shit, but, you know, I guess, you know, J. Cole got called a misogynist. Oh, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, so how do we want to do this? Do we want to... Because we can talk about that, but we have Lecrae and B. Simone on the list as well. So which one of those three do y'all feel like is, is more important? I feel like everyone kind of gets the gist of B. Simone, not going to lie. I don't think that's a long conversation. <laughs> right? I mean, we can all agree. Yeah, Lisa Mo's not a long conversation. <laughs> um, okay, so let's 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 go into Jake. Cole put on a song which I've only heard once prior to all of the backlash. Like I heard it the night it came out. Um where he was Basically, from what I heard, I, I guess he was kind of just giving, having a conversation about recommending how we should talk to to one another. Um, and then something on Twitter ensued. And now J. Cole is, I wouldn't say that they're calling him a misogynist, though. I'm sure some people are, are calling him that. But That's- go ahead. Yeah, I've seen that word a couple of times for J. Cole. <laughs> yeah, so I guess from, well, I guess from you guys, have y'all heard the song? Yeah. I heard it once. I, I listened to it because I, uh, because of all the backlash she was getting. I was like, what, did, what are you talking about? So I went to listen to the song and I was like, yeah, you niggas overreacting. Okay, George? Yeah, I heard it. I heard it a few times. Yeah, I've only heard it once, but I, I know all about the backlash. Well, I I know about 
the backlash that makes sense to me, I guess. So what, what do y'all, so yeah, so Greg, you don't agree with it. You don't agree with the backlash. I get, well, hold on. What, what have y'all heard? Like what, what, what are the critiques of that people found guess, issue with? Someone was saying something about J. Cole was basically telling a woman how she needs to talk or he didn't agree with what she said and how she needs to straighten up the way she thinks. Some crap like that. And I was like, I don't, I didn't get that from the song. Like the one time I heard it, I didn't get that. Maybe I need to go back and listen to it again and again and again to overanalyze it, but I didn't get that from the one time I heard it. Okay. George? Um, so I heard a few things. I heard, you know, um, you know, him trying to tone police, you know, a black woman. Heard that. I heard uh, criticisms of, you know, with everything going on, this is like the first thing you address. Uh, yeah, those are pretty much the main two, the main two criticisms. Mm. So I think uh, that again, I'm and I'm be honest with y'all. I I listened to the song one time and I thought <laughs> the bits that I'm remembering now because I never went back to listen to it um, after I saw the backlash. I thought that he was talking generally, and I might have missed a couple words here and there. Um, so I thought I didn't think he was talking to to be honest. I didn't I didn't notice the first time I listened to it that he was talking to a black woman. Um and I guess the tweets that he put out after that also kind of helped fuel the fire along where people were critiquing him. Um but I do think that if that is the case, if if that is the case that he was basically that one lyric I think that stood out that people kept tweeting over and over again was the fact that they that he need that the the woman in in question that he was talking to, he gave the recommendation of talking to us as men like children. Um, And basically kind, trying to, that was a good term, George, tone, like tone control, how black women speak. I think one of the things that J. Cole probably, you know, is a victim of, which he could have never, maybe not, that this was going to happen, but it fell at a really bad time to tell Black women how to talk to men about the issues that plague our own community, because literally on that day, or the day after, or something like that, or within that, like, four or five day span, there was a lot of... um there was a few incidents of black women um, dying or being extremely abused that were surfacing online at the same time. So it was very, it was just very out of touch. It, lo- it looked tone deaf. So I can understand how a black woman is having to see a woman getting hit in the head with a, sk- with a, sk- with a skateboard, um, thrown in a dumpster, um, raped and killed, um, rest in peace to 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 Olu, like all of those three incidents is just. I could understand why someone would be like a black woman would be like my nigga, what the fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like that's extremely tone deaf. We don't have time to be talking about how we need to talk to y'all. We upset about y'all having to kind of recognize what's going on. 
within your own within, within your own clan as black men. So I get that. Um, but it's not something I don't know. It's not something that I've. I'm I'm friends with a lot of black women. It's not something that I haven't heard before. Like their idea of like men trying to tone balance and telling women like, you know, chill, stop yelling at me or stop making it. I mean that literally that happens on 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 group me that I'm in. Um there was a guy who was trying to explain something and a very educated <laughs> black woman you know retorted that and voiced her frustrations and he internalized that as if she was talking to him when in reality she was just explaining to him and this is on text she was just explaining to him the things that are wrong with the way that he was viewing something and then he internalized and he was like why am i being attacked and she well, was like, i mean tone, nigga i'm not attacking you <laughs> tone like, is definitely lost the text and then mm-hmm. yeah i mean nobody wants to be chastised and through text, it's easy to interpret it as being chastised because you don't have, you know, infliction of voice, eye contact, and body language. You have none of that shit to, to you know, add context. And I guess that's happening a lot. I guess that point right there is probably why a lot of men are getting in trouble when try, when when they were trying to jump into this thread of the conversation because. All that shit was happening on Twitter, which is text. <laughs> so, however, they are bickering throughout the social media platform through text. It probably is a lot is getting missed in in translation. I did, I don't know. I guess. I mean, if you haven't been, that's a, it's one of the things about learning too. Like if you are if you are staunch in an opinion about something and that's what you believe and you believe that your whole life and you just don't see anything else anyone telling you something different there is a of a notion of of defiance and trying to learn in that if you don't agree with it but i think the idea of just trying to listen to someone's opinion not to argue or defy but to just understand it i think that would help in that regard and giving people a little bit of grace when they're speaking. I think everyone could um could 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 gain something from that. So I don't know. I think I Jacob went from, you know, and then people are t- and they're doing that thing I talked about in the podcast like before, like where people are like, oh this is this is your king. Like J. Cole is your king. This motherfucker is tone you know tone balancing uh uh black women at a time like this and, and stuff like that. Like and I don't I don't even yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even think he was uh, when I when I heard it, I don't even think he was tone policing. Cause it was more there was a lot of self reflection like cause she did put out a tweet talking about uh, you know, uh, a lot of your favorite chart rappers are you know, making music about the struggle. And then, uh, you know, when the struggle happens, you know, they're silent. And so I guess that's where he was like, you know, I don't know who she's talking to, but he kind of feels like it could be related to him. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess because he's not saying anything on Twitter, which is dumb. Like, 
I mean, it makes sense to say some shit on Twitter, but if you in the streets and doing shit, I really could care less what the fuck you say and put out on Twitter, especially if you're not going to back it up. But on top of that, I guess he felt some way, I guess reached out to her and I know he was talking about coming correct. I mean, because when you talk to somebody, you don't want any animosity. You want it to be mutual. That's what I thought it as. You don't want somebody to chastise you, so you want to make sure it's going to be a civil conversation, which I think any human being would want that. I don't see that as tone policing, honestly. Yeah, but, but it depends on your version of what's civil. I think too, I think people have a different... When I think that's probably what, what happens sometimes. Like My version of civil of a civil conversation and the tones in which that can happen and the lines that are drawn is a lot, could be a lot different from me, you know, from what Greg reviewed as a civil conversation. So her, her having, she might've thought she was having a civil conversation, <laughs> but apparently not. Like that's not what J. Cole maybe received. Um, and well, that, yeah, so. I mean, he said he didn't say the conversation was uncivil. He was just making sure, like, beforehand, like, we're not about to just yell at each other. Because when you yell, like, y'all niggas aren't communicating. You're not really grasping or hearing what the fuck's being said. You're just reacting. You're just fucking mouth diary and at each other off of emotion and not actually listening, paying attention and comprehending and coming up with a solution. Or yeah. an actual agreement. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, a lot of niggas want to be, you know, I guess offended. I don't know. Well, I think I think it's just, it's, um, it, it, I think the issue in which they are offended and concerned and complaining about um, and voicing an opinion about and standing about is something that has been going on for a while now. I think I'm actually. I could probably put my put throw my hat in the ring and and say that I've I've probably done that. Like that that tone that tone check in that tone that tone policing when speaking with 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 women. Um, but I think J Cole just ended up being the poster child for that. So. But I think it happens all the time. I think this was way, this was a problem that was a lot, way more prevalent than when fucking J. Cole decided to put out a song, a random song. He just ended up being the the the, the light on it. Um, I still don't feel like he's tone policing. I, I don't, I don't see, I can, I mean, I understand how people are interpreting that way, but nowhere in those lyrics, if you read it, is he tone policing. What he is doing is reaching mutual ground to where they can have a conversation because, I mean, that's that's the point of conversing so you can actually understand and talk, but it's not like he's saying, oh, she better not yell at me and call me a nigger. Yeah, but he is, but he did, he did say that he, we need to, we need to get down to a place where we can, like, you can talk to me like I'm a child, that, which as a man, I kind of felt weird about that because I don't know why Jake well, I don't know why any man would want to be talked to as a child that's weird <laughs> like don't talk to me like no fucking child like I'm not a child like you don't need to you don't need to do you don't need to minimize me so much like I'm not what, like what am I five like you don't have to minimize me so much to where I, I, I can't have a, a grown conversation with you 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to talk to men like we're children. Like, it shouldn't take all of that, right? Like, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know if you meant like a child literally or step by step, stepping through and not making assumptions of you understand what the fuck I'm saying. But no, like step me through this because I don't want any misconceptions or uh, misunderstood understoods. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it should be, I mean, it should be noted that. Uh, Y'all gonna put J. Cole up there as the as the thing, but J. Cole is not the issue. <laughs> J, J, J. Cole, J. Cole, not y'all as in YouTube. I'm just saying y'all as in like Twitter and shit. J. Cole is not the main issue. What was really happening and continues to happen, especially on Twitter. <laughs> especially on Twitter, for some reason, the niggas just have a have this way of trying to like or people. People just have this condescending way of trying to get someone to back off of what they're saying by internalizing and victimizing themselves in it. And that is not the way and nor do we have the time as a people, as black people, to do those type of mental tricks to win an argument. The goal is not to win the argument. The goal is to get on some accord. Not one accord, because you're never going to agree on everything, but the goal should be to get on some accord so we can move fucking forward. We don't have time to be arguing with one another about this type of shit because we're getting killed in real life like we need to be on one accord also like that goes along with you know what women are saying about um the idea of not the idea but the 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 reality of um how we as black men and women enter like our relationship with one another. Um, we both have a lot of work to do in that regard and in, into becoming like one unison people. Um, so we, there's, there's a lot of work to be done there. So although our house is burning down, like, you know, on the, the neighborhood of the world, um, we still have issues house, but I just want people, to, I don't know why is it that, uh, I don't agree with this whole th- idea of like, until, you know, until we fix the issues that are going on with our house, we can't ever get to that prosperity of um, um, having f- true freedom in this country and true equality in this country. Like, we can walk and chew gum at the same time. Like, I don't know why we can't do both of those things at a time. Like, we need to give ourselves a little bit more credit. You know what I'm saying? Like, for those, like I saw tweets from, from dudes talking about, like, why, y'all, why, why, why are you guys attacking Black men for... Um, for all of this stuff and holding us accountable, when we we were literally getting killed outside for real, it's like, but black women, you know, black women are getting abused in here for real. We can talk about both of those things at the same time. Like it's not like a, I, we're not a we're not a dumb people. Like we're not we're not a, a simple people. We can we can do all of these things at the same time. So that's my only I, I think that's the only thing I saw that was kind of weird I'm like why why do why do we always think that only one thing can happen one time like things can run concurrently um but I don't know niggas Twitter ladies and gentlemen Twitter <laughs> like niggas is never gonna stop arguing on Twitter about about shit so 
it is what it is. Um, so that's that's that on J. Cole. Uh, anything else on J. Cole or in that whole situation? I feel like people forgot about it, low key, but whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. All right, so the next thing, um, which is, I guess, interesting. So Lecrae. So Lecrae, a couple of weeks ago, had a conversation with the Chick-fil-A. Uh, who was that? President? The president of Chick-fil-A? Um, I don't and... see. You said what, uh, George? I said, I thought it was the CEO. Oh. It was the president? I thought it was the CEO. Uh, I could be wrong. Let me look at the... Yeah. CEO. CEO. All right. Yeah, so, Dan. what's his name? Dan. Kathy. Cat. Yeah, it looks like Kathy. Or Kathy. I don't know oh, if the H is Kathy. I think it's Kathy. Um. Yeah. So, for those who don't know who uh, uh, Lecrae is, uh, he's a Christian rapper. Um. Member of, I believe he's a member of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated, if I'm not mistaken. Also, random thought, random fact. But um, he had a conversation with the Chick fil A CEO. And I'm not going to go through the whole conversation. Um, I'm just going to do <laughs> the thing that they tell us not to do. But this is a, you know, this is, this is where we are. Uh, the soundbite that got everyone's attention was the fact that. The CEO said that slavery. That was, wasn't him. That was a. It was a um, pastor of a mega church. The CEO was hosting it. I oh. don't think he made it. Oh, so I'm not gonna put that on that man. Thank you for catching that. So who was the pastor that said that? Who was the pastor? Uh, oh, pastor, pastor Louis, pastor Louis Gigolo. That's his name, Pastor Louis Gigolo. Um, and he said. That let's see. Oh, Gigolo tells Lecrae because I have the quote. Gigolo tells Lecrae and Kathy, quote, we understand the curse that was slavery, white people do, but we miss the blessing of slavery that is actually built up in the framework of the country. That actually built up the framework of the country. So basically, the man said, uh, now my, a pastor, mind you now. A pastor said that slavery was a blessing to white people. Um, initially, when I heard this, I thought that he was mostly right. He was right on the table. But then um, after five minutes and realizing um, that I am also a child of God, I, <laughs> I, um, I realized that slavery, it can't be a blessing. Because a blessing is not going to come to you and harm someone else and harm an entire nation of people. That's not a blessing. Um, so that that's kind of one of the takes I had. That there's so many things wrong with that statement. <laughs> so many things wrong with it. Even when you talk about like the idea of what Christianity was back in slavery times and how they used the Bible to brainwash Black people um, and brainwashed slaves into thinking that this was the Christian way of living, um, essentially stripping us of our own religion and 
white man whitewashed version of religion that slavery is a blessing thing to me is just an ode to that shit from 400 years ago so that shit was kind of wild to me too um but that that was my that 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 uh, on a high level that's what i that's my initial thoughts on it uh greg what about you <laughs> crazy oh greg might be sleeping george you go um so i mean when i heard that shit i was like man this sounds like some shit some fucking cracker would say talking about slavery being a blessing like that's the same Fantastic, fucking man. bullshit they were selling slaves that uh you know you you may endure this pain but you know after you die you'll go and go to heaven and see your your white jesus as long as you obey your slave master and and give your life to Jesus, you'll be fine and we'll keep beating your black monkey ass. Yeah. And, you know, beating that shit up. I mean, because that's really all you can sell, niggas, was hope. Hope for something better. Because we living through hell right now. So, niggas claim to that shit like, man, you know, it sucks now, but when I die, I'll go to this place in the sky and have streets of gold and won't be treated like a, a slave no more. Mm-hmm. But then it's I like, mean, how yeah. you believe that shit when them niggas don't even see you as a human? Because I'm pretty sure humans go to heaven. So if them niggas don't see you as a human, why are you buying a, a you know what I'm saying, a religion? I'm talking about guys, children, and human beings and stuff going to heaven, but then the niggas oppressing you don't see you as a human. Something not adding up there, but you know. I'm yeah, but like, yeah, I mean, but the other thing too is like they were ripping pages out of the Bible. Like they were they were using specific texts, um, and using uh, slaves as I mean that's that's birth of the nation, not the first version, the second version with Nat Turner. Well, no, yeah, the, no, 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 yeah, the second version with Nat Turner. Um, he he used to cheat. He used to preach using the white man's Bible. With the, you know, with the revisionist, pit, you know, ways of of doing it. So, it it it, it was definitely a brainwashing. Um, but it it's just, to me, it just it's just another. Oh my, so many different confirmations over the past few months. Um, it's just another confirmation of how current this thing called racism is, and institutional racism is like. This shit is alive and well, breathing, healthy, eating, killing black folks left and right, marginalizing them left and right, making them sick left and right. It is a living thing still. So, you know, there's a lot of work to do for a pastor to say that slavery was a blessing and for him to even think in that way. To think that a blessing could be something that would curse someone else, a pastor. That, that just that just shows you how far deep this shit goes. That's why I should, this shit gotta we gotta you gotta continue to fight. We gotta continue yeah. to fight. I don't want to talk about the revised Bible when the Bible people read today is an incomplete Bible. So 
talking about revision the bibles the one niggas is reading and believing in today is a really is a revision bible like it's not even the full thing you missing a good 20 some books my guy i mean that's that's fair but the the way in which it's being taught and the way in which you are able to learn, like slaves weren't even able to read <laughs> really. Like they weren't even allowed to read. That's I feel like that's a part of the reason because if they could read, um, they would they would see certain things. But like just within that in itself, like the intent, like the intent of let's take this out, let's pull that out, let's you know, sharpie this, sharpies in exist back then, sharpie that. <laughs> Um, bless you. So, thank you. Yeah. Um. All right. I think uh, we're at about an hour and twenty minutes. Uh. And I, I think I'm I think I'm ready to chill. So, you have anything else? Quick, off the cuff, Greg. You have anything? Or George? Uh, happy Father uh, Father's Day to all the real fathers. That was Sunday. Uh, you know, Juneteenth was good. Uh, and uh, fuck the Fourth of July. I'm gonna enjoy my day off though. <laughs> fuck that shit. Yeah, I uh, Juneteenth. I had I had all the food that could possibly that 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 could possibly kill you. Like that that Chris Rock joke, like when granddad dies or when when uh, grandma dies of, you know, heart failure and cholesterol and all kinds of, you know, diabetes and you had to take a foot off and all that stuff, all that food. And then you go to the funeral and they eat the same food that they that killed big, big mama. Um, I had that shit on Friday, man. Uh, that <laughs> shit was wild. I'm not going to lie to you because obviously it's Juneteenth. We wanted to support a black business. Come to find out there was, um, outside of the black business that we normally support, which is the Jamaican restaurant that is down the street. Um, love them. Um, there is a soul food place um, called Who's Got Soul? There's, there's actually two locations. So if you live in Atlanta, just look them up. Um, I'm in Gwinnett County, but the one that's in Gwinnett County is literally damn near walking distance from my crib. Um, Who's Got Soul? Uh, they we had turkey wings, we had turkey legs, turkey leg wings, or whatever the fuck. Um, that no turkey wings, yeah, turkey wings, which are huge. We had um stuffing. We had uh, uh oxtail, the southern version of it, which was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not better than our shit, but it was really good, <laughs> really good. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, what else did we have? We had another meet. We just, just support, just supporting them, man. We it was it was really good. I feel like I had that shit on Friday. I'm definitely gonna be recovering from that for at least another two three days, man. That shit, you can't have that food every day, bro. I don't know how. Not even every week. I don't know how people do that shit. Not gonna lie to you, like, man. Hell no. <laughs> um, also, Saturday, uh, we went to a protest. Okay, how was that? Uh, it was pretty dope, you know. Uh, niggas had masks on. Uh, it was hot as fuck. Cause I think that bitch started at like twelve. Oh, jeez. 
Yeah. So in the heat of the day, you walked like a good mile and a half. Okay. Who but, organized the protest? Um, I'm not sure. I'm, I think it was. I don't know. There's some people from the NAACP there, and uh, there's some other people there. There was police there ex- escorting us. Um, oh, and I think after the protest, there was like a forum with the three police chiefs of the three major cities in this county. So, oh wow, we didn't stay the whole time because it was hot as fuck and like people like that. Too many people for me. Feel you on that one. That's good though. That's good that the police, you know, stayed and had a had a chat. That's that's not. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of people honking their horns. I was surprised because this is definitely uh, a Trump County county. Mm. Okay, that's dope. Because there was a there was a former veteran that was killed in by Brevard County police back in 2018, I believe. And uh, I guess they have video that hasn't that have has not been released yet. So the family of him was there and had signs. And... So that was interesting. Cool. We're, we're salute to Juneteenth, man. Um, it would have been nice, you know, if COVID wasn't around. I know there was a lot of uh, potential events that would have been really dope, like picnics and shit like that. People still had them. A lot of niggas having cookouts with no mask on. I was yeah. having the anxiety attack. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I yeah. There was there was two cookouts in particular that I know of. One in Atlanta, one in Kennesaw, um, that that people had went to. But I just you know again, I just didn't want to. I didn't want to risk that. Um, and I'm glad I didn't because literally, I think the next day I went to go see my mom. Like I just can't do that. Like I cannot. <laughs> I just I'm just not doing. It. So. Um, yeah, but um, maybe I don't know. Maybe next year, something, something can uh happen, and maybe by next year, um, who knows? Like, might be a might be a federal federal holiday. Super optimistic, I know, but <laughs> we, we maybe we can see. Um, so, all right, man. Uh, listeners, appreciate y'all. These last episodes, last few episodes have been great uh in terms of listen listenership and uh just keep spreading it uh tell a friend to tell a friend and uh be safe out there deuces stay dangerous